today I'll be talking about the movie The Original Poltergeist. And we all know the remake is coming, so let me talk about this movie. Which I had plans to talk about this movie a long time ago anyway. But I never had a chance to until now. And um it's it been a long time I saw this movie actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. I saw this when I was a kid growing up. And I think it was on Channel 7, I saw the television broadcast of this movie. And I saw two on the television broadcast also. Part 3, I remember seeing it on HBO. So I'll do my best to review all the Poltergeist trilogy before the remake comes. And I will check the remake also in the theaters. Um, the original, um, I, I, when seeing it again, and even as a kid, I remember not being scared of the movie. I remember as being the movie as a fun movie to be, even though it was supposed to be like a horror, drama-based movie, you know. And it's super, with a supernatural theme, you know, you got this family that lives in this house. And I like the acting. I mean, it, it was all believable. The family was believable. Um, I can relate to the son because I do have a Star Wars bed sheet and a Star Wars poster from growing up. So, yeah, so this kid had the same style as me pretty much, you know. And um, the family was believable. They were all likable characters, you know. And as the movie progressed, you know... <laughs> Suddenly you get like this some supernatural phenomenon going on. Like little things like chairs moving. But well, actually it's a big thing when you see chairs like stand up in a in like like how do you stand up cards. Um you could tell the ghost is going after Caroline, the innocent child. And the soundtrack for this movie was amazing because they actually had the innocent soundtrack. It really matches with the with the movie, you know, and with the character, how it plays out. Suddenly this tree came alive, and as the movie progressed, takes the sun on all the family members that for Kong was alone in the room. It, it all screams trying to get the kid out the, from the tree where he's trying to eat the boy out, trying to eat the boy pretty much. And Gretchen Nelson, who plays the father, saved the son. Meanwhile, Caroline gets sucked into the closet, and then the parents trying to find where's Caroline? Caroline, they can't find Caroline, and they heard it through the TV screen. As the movie progressed, the father ended up getting like this paranormal investigation team to investigate the house. And, you know, they figure out that, you know, Caroline's like inside the house, like, what the hell's going on? So that's, you know, this weird shit stuff happening. And, um, as the movie progressed, the, the uh, paranormal leader, the leader of the paranormal team, ended up getting the second lady, played by Zelda. I think Zelda Rubenstein was her name, the actress, if I hope I'm right. But she predicts the house is, has some issues, you know, and the house is not really haunted. It's pretty much, it's just something about the, like, the area, you know. As the movie progressed, I want to ruin the twist ending. I feel like the movie did have a good twist ending. Well, I'm going to ruin it a little. Okay, I'll give you a spoiler on that part. But, um, uh, the Sakulay told the mom, we're going to get your daughter back. It's time, you know. So they start having, she have these techniques like you get the rope tennis ball and there's a reason why she wants that because once they open the closet and the mom called Caroline to follow so the, to follow so the voice could follow her pretty much in a way I would say um the second lady told tie the rope around her she's gonna go get the girl back but the mother and the volunteering to get the daughter back um it's kind of weird it's kind of like the, the how she did it was like the tennis ball. See one place go end, from beginning ends to another place, which was like in the living room of the house. We see the tennis ball go through the other part of the house, or the we'll go through another part of the part of the house. 
That means when she comes in, that's the way she's going to come out. So the second lady was really smart. And then as the movie progressed, you know, they were able to get the daughter. Um, then you, then once you find out that everything, the house is clean, it wasn't over yet. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Like, the house came back for the family, you know, trying to, how they sucked the daughter in, they trying to do it again. But the mom was able to save them, and then the father was coming home, and he realized, oh, see, the house is still active. And it's pretty much, he got the family out the house, but... Spoiler, 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 there was a twist to it. It's pretty much, the, the house was built underneath the cemetery, and pretty much the dead want revenge, pretty much, you know? And the one who to blame was the leader of the project of building the house, when the, one of the workers told his boss off, told him that, you never move the dead bodies, you only move the headstone, you know? And that was the twist. Um, once the family, that ending, the family ended up going to the hotel, and the father kicked the TV screen out. And I kind of like how they did it, you know, like, I don't want no other problems like this again. But all in all, Poltergeist was a really good movie. I did enjoy it. Again, I've seen it for a long time. To me, the movie was like a fun roller coaster ride, you know. And it was a movie that I had fun with. You know, I wasn't scared. I just had fun with it. It was like going to a haunted house, you know, like a haunted house attraction. But um, definitely highly recommend checking out the original. It's going to be interesting how the remake will out, if, if the remake will outdo the original, what they're going to do kind of set themselves different from the original, you know, it'd be kind of funny to see what it could do, you know. Anyway, peace guys, see you later. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hey guys and gals, today I'll be talking about Poltergeist 2, The Other Side. And this was one of the franchise movies that I also did not see for a long time since I was a kid from growing up. So it's good to see this movie again. And um, between the first movie and the second movie, I kind of like the second one more. Because I really do like the special effects. I feel like it was more amped up. Plus, mostly, I love that Native American Indian mysticism stuff. Because it's something that I'm into personally. So, I can kind of relate to the second one, second movie also. Like, I can relate to the first movie with the Star Wars poster. But, um, this time, the family moves to a new home. With the grandmother of the mom. And you find out a little bit more about the background of the of those, of those dead bodies that was under underground of the house, pretty much. So we we got a little bit more background with this one. Um, we get a little bit more background with the family because you find out that the females in the family have like this special gift, and the grandmother pretty much wants them to be more open to it. You know, don't be scared of it. You know, not only the daughter has it, also the mom has it too. Um, as the movie develops, pretty much. You get it at the beginning part of this movie when the Native American Indian guy with Zelda Rubenstein, the character she played, was digging underneath the swimming pool of that house, of the original house from the original movie. And um, there was a bit more to it. And pretty much the Native American Indian guy found the family and he started telling him, you know what, the situation is pretty, pretty much not over because before that, the, the, the spirit came back, you know, trying to bother the family once the grandmother died. So I believe in my opinion, when the grandmother was alive, 
she pretty much protected the family from from this evil force, in my opinion, you know. And when she died, knows how the spirit came back, going after the little girl again. Um, but this time they gotta help with the Native American Indian guy. Zelda's still in this movie, by the way, but you can see like a little bit towards, like someone like in the, maybe the third act of this movie to the ended part act of the movie, but she's still in it, which is really cool, you know. But the Native American Indian guy start want to teach the father, you know. About his abilities that, you know, you got to be strong, you know, believe in yourself, don't be scared. Letting the family know the same thing. Meanwhile, you got the, this character, Henry Kane, who's the villain of the second movie, who also has the background towards the house. When you find out, and let, let me say, this movie will contain spoilers. You found that Henry Kane is the preacher, the reverend, who put, who had the cult underneath the house in the first place. And trapped and pretending like it's like the end of the world, you know, one of those type of cults. And those are the dead bodies you see in the bottom of the house, and that's how they died, pretty much. And now the Reverend pretty much wants revenge. He pretty much wants the young girl because the, all his souls pretty much was the first time they tasted the light, you know, when they saw that girl come in the portal from the first part of the movie. So it's pretty much Raven came and possessed the little girl, you know. It's like that, too, also. While the family had to battle his, um, his evil, mischievous ways of trying to taunt them and and torture them, trying to scare them, put more fear into them. And as the movie developed, and everybody make an Indian guy say, if you're going to stop him once and for all, you got to go back to the beginning, go back to the home where you were, where you escaped pretty much. Custa Valletta, it was the name of the town. I can't say the name right. But pretty much the whole family had to defeat Henry Kane as a family unit, believe in themselves, you know, stay strong with the help of Zelda, with the help of the Native American Indian guy, Taylor, you know, and they have to battle the Henry Kane once and for all. And once they do that, you know, get your little happy ending. You get a little comical moment with the car scene, with the Native American guy with the car. But it, it was nice. I, I really liked the second movie after seeing it again. Great special effects, a lot of great moments, great soundtrack. Um, definitely, definitely love, love this movie a lot. Poltergeist 2, you definitely have to check it out. Peace, guys. See you later. <laughs> Hey guys and gals, today we'll be talking about the movie Poltergeist 3. And, um, you know, like I said, I said in my first review, I saw this on HBO a lot of times growing up. And, um, you know what? I still like this movie. I know, I heard there's a lot of bad reviews for this movie, other uh, haters for this one. But, you know, at the end of the day, speaking for myself, I still enjoy it. I love snow, I love mirror tricks, mirror special effects, so this movie kind of has it all for me, in my opinion. And, um, in a way, I can see our, one of our most beloved characters from this, from this trilogy kind of have to move on, but, but, you know, what it is, what it is. You know, first, rest in peace to both characters, Zelda and, and, um, oh my god, I forgot the girl's name. Heather Rock, right? I think that's the name. Heather Rock, Carol, please, Carol Ann. Anyway, this movie, the movie takes place in Chicago, right? And, um, you, Carol Ann is staying with her, with her aunt, you know, instead of her pet, instead of her mom and dad's not in this movie. The only returning character is pretty much Carol Ann and Zelda Rubenstein's character. And, um, well, anyway, pretty much Carol Ann is staying with this new family, with her, who's aunt, the father, and, they even have their own daughter, and it's pretty much, you know, she gotta get used to living with it for a while. But meanwhile, because of her going to the school 
and her teacher put like through the hypnotizer, you know, tell about her, her situation and what she's really not pretty much. It kind of gave her like the memories of Brandon came back, and that's how Kim was able to find her this time because, and, and you know, a lot of people also get confused from this movie too because it's like. After how part two ended, how could he come back in part three? And why they even doing a third movie? You know, you know what I'm saying. But you know, Hollywood, what is what is? You gotta build build a franchise around something, right? But anyway, to continue it on, Kane finds her, and you know, Kane's already prepared. You know, he's making the building all cold. You know, freezing up the building. Um, as the movie progresses, you know, the parents are going to the party. The daughter supposed to babysit. Heather Rock's character, Callahan, but Callahan said, you know what, go to the party with the boy that you like, and that was like an open opportunity for Kane trying to take up, take advantage of her, trying to like get her back, you know, say, hey, you gotta lead me to the light again, pretty much, actually lead me to the light, actually, you know, not lead, lead me to the light again, but lead, lead me to the light pretty much, like he tried doing the first two movies, and he failed in doing it, but anyway, this Kane, I think was played by a different actor, and the way they had Kane set up, like, he had like a rubbery mask like what it looked like to me. He doesn't look like, he looks more comical looking than, because in the second movie, he was kind of scary looking, you know. But in the third movie, he's like comical. He looked like the hobo who lives in, in your corner bodega or some shit. You know, whatever. Um. Anyway, Kane's trying to get, get to Callahan and then he actually succeeded in taking Callahan inside of his dimension again like he did in the first movie. So this is pretty much a remix of the, of the first Poltergeist movie, but in the city instead of in a, in a little town. So, while the evil king got Callahan, and he got the daughter, the daughter also, um, the movie progressed. You know, as the father and the, and the mother has to be the as has to be the hero of this whole movie, pretty much, to get the kids back and battle the evil king with the help of Zelda, Zelda Rubenstein's character. The psychic lady. Meanwhile, you got the doctor, the teacher, and Callahan school going with them too, because Callahan he thought Callahan played a joke on him pretty much, which she did did not. But he's kind of curious. I said, "Hey, I gotta see what's going on. I gotta get over there, just just to let the parents know. I think your daughter played a joke on me." But he had his usage though. You know, he was able to. You know, as the movie progresses, you'll see all that. But anyway, the parents have to battle Kane and his trickery. You know, all these. Mirror tricks, special effects, and um, there was a scene when Zelda, you know, when when Zelda trying to get Caroline to come come to the real world, and the father kind of like he wasn't patient enough trying to get Caroline through the mirror. That's when Kane was able to use his trick to touch Zelda's Wolfenstein's character, and she kind of like died. You know, her body was like a skeleton, rotting skeleton, like, and um, the daughter comes out. And but at the movie you're gonna find out that's not really the daughter, you know. Um, yeah, it's pretty much. As the movie progressed, Zelda Rubenstein's character, kind of from as a spirit world, she gave the necklace, the power, to the father to hopefully the necklace could help him and and the wife to defeat Cain and rescue their kids, pretty much. And you know, the mainly as I said, mainly the movies will be more focused on them trying to save their kids, you know. And, and, you know, also you got, like, the mother, Aunt Peg, or Aunt, is it Aunt Trish? Oh, shit, I forgot. Well, anyway, the aunt, you know, who who was the sister of the of the wife in the first and second movie, but you don't see her in, in the first and second movie, by the way, of course not. 
but you know that's who her relation is to to Callahan's family. But um, she kind of had she kind of like have the lost feeling like you know what I, I wish pretty much I wish she never came. We would never had this problem. But like I said, the movie progressed. You know, you, she she realized that she, of course she did not mean it, and she told Callahan that you know, and Katie's using that influence to, to separate them. You know. Because he knows that love is the one that love is the power that can defeat Kane. And overall, I mean, I don't want to spoil the ending. It's not really much of a spoiler because it's pretty predictable. Like, like I said, this is pretty much a remix of the first movie if you think about it. But overall, um, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I still am. You know, I, I grew up watching this movie. And you know what? I haven't changed. So I, I like this. As this we into the topic now, of course, the Poltergeist remake is coming out this year. And I'm going to be honest, I am looking forward to it. I do want to see the remake. I'm not going to expect it for it to be better than the original. Um, of course, I know what the ending is going to be. It's pretty obvious. But, you know, I want to see what Hollywood can pull over from this one. What they're what they going to do with the remake. And I also heard they were supposed to do a Poltergeist 4 many years ago when Caroline grew up like an adult Caroline and she was supposed to save her daughter, that she has her own daughter, to battle Kane. Which is kind of going to be kind of weird because what's the point of doing the... The third movie, well, if we see the ending for part three, spoiler, 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 it was Zelda's character in the spirit form actually decided to lead Kane into the light so so the, um, so the aunt could get her family back. Kind of like Conjuring, it's 80 years and anime probably pretty, pretty, pretty obvious ripoff from the Poltergeist franchise when you think about it. But, I mean, again, I mean, that story would never make sense to me, so I'm glad to kind of scrap that idea. But um, but but still, like I say, I, I'm looking forward to the remake. I'm definitely gonna be reviewing it without a doubt. I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the first day opening, but I will be checking it out. That I guarantee you. Peace, guys. See you later.